Game Pass, Halo, and Big Chungus? This and more this week on 8-Bits for the week of September 2nd, 2022. Welcome to 8-Bits, a weekly podcast bringing you 8-Bits of video game news fast. I'm your host, Frankie Godoy. Now, let's get started. Call of Duty will stay on PlayStation. This comes from the head of gaming at Microsoft himself, Phil Spencer, in a blog post this week. While the blog post describes how Spencer is working to bring Xbox games everywhere regardless of platform, the post also comes at a time when various governments are investigating the company's acquisition of Activision Blizzard. Spencer reiterates his previous commitments to bringing Call of Duty to PlayStation, saying, quote, We are committed to making the same version of Call of Duty available on PlayStation on the same day the game launches elsewhere. Activision Blizzard games will also be coming to Game Pass, making Call of Duty available to subscribers while players on other platforms would need to purchase the game at full retail price. As for investigating acquisitions, Spencer also brings up Sony and Tencent, companies also making large-scale acquisitions around the gaming industry without the same scrutiny as Microsoft. Also from Microsoft this week, the company confirmed that a Game Pass family plan is on the way. After leaking earlier in the week, Microsoft confirmed that the new tier will be officially called Xbox Game Pass Friends and Family. The tier will allow up to five people with one main purchaser and four sub-accounts to share all the benefits included in Game Pass Ultimate. As for conversion rates, 30 days of Game Pass Ultimate will become 18 days of Friends and Family. The tier is currently being tested in Ireland and Colombia, with the tier being priced at €21.99, or about $22. As for when it's coming to other territories, Microsoft says that, quote, future countries slash regions might be added in the next months. Sony and Tencent are now larger owners of From Software. Both media giants increased their investments this week in the acclaimed Elden Ring studio to 14.09% and 16.25%, respectively. The notice comes from majority owner Kadokawa, the Japanese entertainment company that Tencent is also invested in. In a release from Kadokawa, the company says the investment will be used to, quote, proactively invest in development of more powerful game IP, as well as self-publishing. Elden Ring Dark Souls series has been published internationally by Bandai Namco, Demon's Souls and Bloodborne by Sony, and Sekiro Shadows Die Twice by Activision. The investment will also go toward mobile development and bringing more games to the Chinese market. In other investment news, Sony acquired mobile game developer Savage Game Studios to launch its new PlayStation Studios mobile division. Quantic Dream has been acquired by NetEase. The 25-year-old studio is most well-known for mystery thrillers Heavy Rain and Detroit Become Human, as well as the studio's problematic founder, David Cage. NetEase had previously been a major investor in the studio three years ago, before the full purchase earlier this week. Quantic Dream will become the first European-based studio from NetEase. The studio will remain independent as it develops the upcoming Star Wars Eclipse, set in the High Republic era, and publishing ocean exploration game Under the Waves, announced at opening night live last week. And now for a message from our sponsor. 
Some new updates to Halo Infinite this week have upset the fan base. This week, 343 Industries updated its development roadmap for its latest Halo game, with the already extended Season 2 of multiplayer now being extended out to March, a full nine months. A free 30-level battle pass will launch in November to supplement the extension, alongside two new maps built in Forge Mode. Campaign Co-op and the Forge Beta will also be launching between November and March, with the former originally set to launch prior to the end of August. A new game mode, the second winter event, and a beta test for match-based experience is also incoming. The winter update is set to launch on November 8th. As for the bad news, local co-op has been scrapped from the game. During the update livestream, creative director Joseph Statton announced that the feature had been cancelled in order to focus on the live service aspects of the game. 343 Industries boss Bonnie Ross said back in 2017 following the lack of co-op in Halo 5 that quote, For any FPS going out forward, we will always have split-screen in. As for longer-term updates coming after March 7th, at least two new maps for Arena and Big Team Battle are incoming, as well as new weapon the M392 Bandit, a new DMR, and the new equipment Shroud Screen, a line-of-sight blocker. Custom game browser, new and old game modes, and a new battle pass will also follow. All of the content outlined is set to launch sometime before June 27th, 2023. A new Assassin's Creed game is on the way. The historically leaky franchise has had multiple entries in the series leak prior to a proper announcement, with this new entry being no different. The title is officially called Assassin's Creed Mirage and will star series newcomer Basim from Assassin's Creed Valhalla. More details on the game are set to be revealed next week during Ubisoft Forward 2022. In other game announcement news, a new Mafia game is on the way. The announcement comes from this week's celebration of the franchise's 20th anniversary. The game will be developed by Hangar 13, the studio behind Mafia 3, and the recent remake of the first Mafia game. New spiritual sequels to JRPG cult hits Wild Arms and Shadow Hearts are on the way. Maybe. Former developers on both series at Wild Punch Productions and Yukikaze have launched a joint Kickstarter campaign for two games, Armed Fantasia, To the End of the Wilderness, and Penny Blood, with the former succeeding Wild Arms and the latter Shadow Hearts. Armed Fantasia is an old-school JRPG set in the western punk world of Londinium. Pennyblood is a darker, gothic JRPG sent in the 1920s across the world from New York to Tokyo. The two projects share a fundraising combo meter, outlining campaign stretch goals, including console versions and New Game Plus. Both games have soared past their campaign goal of about $715,000 and are sitting at, at time of writing, just under 1.1 million. The campaign for both games runs until September 30th. Finally this week, Warner Brothers has filed a trademark for Big Chungus. Big Chungus is an inflated form of Looney Tunes star Bugs Bunny from the 1941 Merry Melodies cartoon Wabbit Twebble. Before becoming a meme in 2018, after achieving virality, Warner Brothers took their time embracing the joke, pulling the form of the character in mobile games and in the 2021 sequel, Space Jam 2. The trademark filed in the European Union is for usage of the character in... everything. 
The trademark covers everything from movies, television, and games to party hats, jigsaw puzzles, and even NFTs. While the filing appears to be a blanket trademark to cover all appearances, the timing of the trademark has led to the internet speculating an upcoming appearance of Big Chungus in the WB platform fighter Multiverses, either as a variant of Bugs Bunny or an entirely new character. Looking forward to next week on September 6th, cozy adventure Disney Dreamlight Valley launches on all major systems, alongside gothic immersive sim Gloomwood on PC and Soviet post-apocalyptic city builder The Tomorrow Children relaunches on PlayStation 5. On September 8th, steampunk, gothic, souls-like Steel Rising launches on PC, PlayStation 5, and Xbox Series consoles. Finally, on September 9th, NBA 2K23 launches on all major platforms alongside ink-splatting shooter Splatoon 3 on Nintendo Switch. Outside of games, PAX West 2022 is this weekend, and I'll be posting an impression special next week. The Disney and Marvel Games Showcase from the D23 Expo is on September 9th, hosted by friend of the show Blessing Adeoye Jr., and Ubisoft Forward will be on September 10th. And that's it for this episode of 8-Bits. Thank you for listening. If you enjoyed this, be sure to subscribe and leave a rating on whatever podcast platform you happen to be listening on. I'd really appreciate it. To stay updated with the show, be sure to follow us on Twitter at 8BitsGG. That is at the number 8BITSGG. You can also follow me personally on Twitter at Frankie Godoy. That is at F-R-A-N-K-I-E-G-O-D-O-Y. But otherwise, that's really it. So once again, thanks for listening and have a good rest of your week. Big Chungus